With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days in the podcast. And thank you to everyone that votes on Twitter because you guys have saved my butt here the last two days. So let's recap the winning card for you. We'll start with the coin flips. I go one and one. I cash in the NHL. I lose in the NBA. My college basketball handicap goes two and two. I cash on Quinnipiac. I cash on Central Michigan. I lose on Marist, and I lose on Colorado State. So my day was hanging in the balance with the Twitter vote. So thank you for the votes, and thank you for the winner. You back Quinnipiac for me. We cash that ticket, and we have a winning day. So now, let's try to make it three straight here on Saturday. It's a big card, and let's start in the National Football League. I'm going to start in the NFC with the nightcap game. I'm going to go with San Francisco, minus the nine and a half against Green Bay. So back in 2021, the number six seed, San Francisco, went into the number three seed, Dallas, and won 23 to 17. The following week, The 49ers went on the road to Lambeau and upset number one Green Bay. So the Packers will be looking to return the favor this time around and follow the same path this time as the number seven seed. I have a ton of respect for the significant progress that Jordan Love and the Packers have made this year, but I expect this to be a long night for Green Bay. The 49ers defense ranked third this year, allowing 17.5 points per game. Third in rushing yards allowed, and 13th in passing yards allowed per game. I still don't know what happened to the Cowboy defense last week, but I don't see the Packers repeating that 7.7 yard per play success this week against San Francisco. The 49ers starters are well rested after taking off week 18, plus last week's bye week. Coach Shanahan will have some good stuff cooked up for tonight. The Cowboys were the number one scoring offense in the NFL, The 49ers were number two in the regular season, scoring 28.9 points per game. The Packer defense is still a trouble spot. The Cowboys gained 510 yards and scored 32 points last week. And let's not forget, lowly Carolina even scored 30 against this Packer defense in December. Maybe the potential rain will keep the Packers in it longer than I expect, but San Francisco won 11 of their 12 games this year by double digits. I think this will be number 12. So give me the 49ers of San Francisco minus the nine and a half over Green Bay. So a bonus bet here on this game. I rarely do this, but I'm going to do it. It's a first half wager on San Francisco minus the six and a half against Green Bay. So yeah, I'm going to double down on this game. Some think the 49ers might be a little rusty to start. I think the deal put them in a good position early. So I'll lay the six and a half in the first half with San Francisco against Green Bay. Next up, we go to the NFC. It's Houston at Baltimore. Someone will have their season start and end with the same opponent since Baltimore beat Houston 25-9 in the season opener. Houston is a much better football team than anyone expected back in week one. 
Yet the line is the same nine and a half points. Beating Houston feels like an, or excuse me, betting Houston here feels like an overreaction to the dominating performance against Cleveland and failing to remember that these Texans have lost at Carolina and lost 30 to six at the Jets this season. So they've had some clunkers on the road. Strout's numbers are not nearly as good on the road this season. On the flip side, laying nine and a half, considering it was the same number to start the year, considering there's no Mark Andrews, considering Lamar Jackson is just one and three in the playoffs, considering they're going against a hot backdoor friendly offense, that doesn't excite me either. So I flip-flop too many times in this game. There's only one play for me. You know the drill. When in doubt, bet the first half under. Here's my cap out. I'm betting the first half under between Houston and Baltimore under the 21 and a half. Next up, your prop bets. I'll start at running back. It's Aaron Jones for Green Bay. I'm going to go under 67 and a half yards rushing at San Francisco. So yes, I'm going to fade the guy coming off four straight games over 100 yards rushing. The 49ers give up the third fewest yards per game of the ground, 89.7. If I'm right about the game, the Packers' game script will get off track, so unless Jones breaks a big chunk play, I like my chances to cash. So give me Aaron Jones under the 67 and a half yards rushing at San Francisco. Next up at wide receiver, I lost on him last week, but I'm back for more. I'm going wide receiver Christian Watson for Green Bay over the 28 and a half yards receiving at San Francisco, of course. Watson finally returned last week, just one target, one catch for nine yards. I expect him to be much more involved this week. Plus, once again, the game script should favor me if I'm right about the football game. Watson had a long of 77 against the Raiders, 37 against the Rams, 53 against the Lions. He has big play potential anytime he's on the field. I'm going Christian Watson over the 28 and a half yards receiving for Green Bay. Then my final prop bet here is at tight end. It's Isaiah Likely for Baltimore over 36 and a half yards receiving against Houston. So prior to his two-catch 31-yard game to end the season against Pittsburgh with Huntley at quarterback, likely had gone over in five consecutive games. Five straight games with a long of 25 or more yards. That's a good number. Andrews is confirmed out for the Ravens today. The Texans ranked 24th in pass yards allowed. Think likely we'll get some big play opportunities. So give me Isaiah Likely over the 36 and a half yards receiving for Baltimore. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
Next up, we go to college basketball. And the first four picks are my Twitter vote. And then I have three bonus bets today in college basketball as well. We start in the SEC. It's Texas A&M minus the two and a half at LSU. So I was hoping for a little different line on this game. LSU won the first meeting at Texas A&M, 68-53, as an 11-and-a-half-point underdog. The Aggies shot just 25.4% of that game and were outscored 38-21 to in the second half. LSU has four top 100 wins now, 11-6 and on the season. They do have home losses, though, to Nickel State by two and Kansas State by 15. LSU is coming in off of a very nice 89-80 to win over a ranked Old Miss team. Texas A&M, on the other hand, they're 10-7 on the season. They're 1-3 in the SEC after that crazy one-point loss at Arkansas this week. They have four top 50 wins on the season. They beat Kentucky at home. They beat Iowa State on a neutral floor. They won at Ohio State, and they won at SMU. I like those wins. So everything here lines up for me. LSU in a letdown spot after a top 25 win. Meanwhile, preseason number two in the SEC, Texas A&M, has a sense of urgency at just one and three. And it's a revenge spot after them losing at home earlier this season to LSU. And then just for good measure anyway, the cherry on top. Oh, by the way, Texas A&M has the best player on the floor in Wade Taylor. So yes, I'll lay the two and a half on the road. Give me Texas A&M. Minus the two and a half at LSU. Next up, we stay in the SEC. It's Arkansas. Minus the two and a half against South Carolina. So I gave my big game speech earlier this week about Arkansas. Just when you start to feel bad for Eric Musselman after a slow start of the SEC, they turn it on. They led Texas A&M by 20 before having to rally for the one-point win late in the game. Texas A&M killed them on the offensive glass with 19 rebounds. South Carolina isn't quite Texas A&M, but they still do rank 37th in offensive rebounding, so you know Coach Musselman will be hammering that home in preparation for this one. South Carolina is 14-3 on the season. They're 2-2 in the SEC. A good road win, beating me last week at Missouri, before losing at home to Georgia this week. Arkansas has the 22nd best home court edge, 3.9 points. I almost feel like this is a parlay with Texas A&M. If I'm right about one, I think I'll be right about both. I think we're buying low on both Texas A&M and Arkansas today. I'm going to lay the two and a half with the Razorbacks at home. Give me Arkansas minus the two and a half over South Carolina. Next up on the card, we go to the Mountain West. It's Air Force plus the 11 against New Mexico. So bet New Mexico if you like the computer numbers. I, on the other hand, will attempt to beat the machine. New Mexico is good. They're number 30 in the Ken Palm numbers. Air Force is bad. They're number 218 in the Ken Palm numbers. The Lobos are coming off back-to-back top 25 wins at home, knocking off both San Diego State and Utah State at the pit. Last time I bet on New Mexico, they lost by 10 at UNLV. True road games this year, they're 1-3 and three with the lone win at New Mexico State. Meanwhile, the Falcons of Air Force are just 7-9 and nine on the season. They're 0-4 in the Mountain West, losers of seven consecutive basketball games. They've lost to six teams this year, ranked 120 or higher. They are just 4-5 and five at home, but out of their nine losses, 
Only Utah State and Nevada have actually beat them by double digits. They lost in overtime at Colorado State earlier this week. They play a slow tempo, so it's tough to get away from them at times. Air Force beat New Mexico at home last year. Letdown spot versus an 0-4 team in conference at home. I'm going to grab the 11 here, hoping for a tight one at the under four timeout. Give me the Falcons of Air Force plus the 11 against New Mexico. Next up on the card, we go to the Big 12. It's Oklahoma State plus the nine and a half at Kansas State. So tough to bet this game after looking at the Oklahoma State results this year. They're just eight and nine on the season. They're 0 and four in the Big 12, four straight losses. They've lost this year to Abilene Christian, Notre Dame, and Southern Illinois. Last three games, they have been drilled. A 17-point loss at Texas Tech, a 24-point loss at Iowa State, a 24-point loss at home to Kansas. Best win this year, Tulsa, ranked 131st in the country. Not exactly the Eddie Sutton Cowboys, to say the least. On the other hand, Kansas State is 13-4 and on this season, 3-1 and in the Big 12, coming off a big win in overtime against Baylor. The Wildcats are 5-0 this year in OT. That's a crazy stat. Tough to play five OT games, yet alone win them all. With a big trip to a ranked Iowa State on deck, this screams, screams trap, trap game to me. Easy for me to say. Oklahoma State will give K-State everything they have. I'm hoping the Cowboys have enough fight in them to cash the plus 9.5 for me. So give me Oklahoma State plus the 9.5 at Kansas State. Next up, your bonus bets here in college basketball. Bonus bet number one is Cal State Northridge plus the three and a half at UC Riverside in the Big West. So Northridge is 13 and five on the year, four and two in the Big West, and they were the favorite on Thursday against the preseason conference favorite. Now they're a three and a half point dog on the road against Riverside. Of course, Northridge did lose that game by 28. They also lost at UC Davis this year by 20, but they do have wins at UCLA and at Long Beach State, plus they beat Hawaii at home. So this is a solid basketball team. UC Riverside has been tough at home. They're 6-2 on their home floor. Overall, though, they're just 7-12. They're 2-5 in the Big West, coming off a 24-point loss to Bakersfield. The home court edge ranks 356th in the country. Yeah, not much of a home court edge. Only 1.8 points. I'm grabbing the points, hoping the wrong team is favored to begin with. Give me Cal State Northridge, plus the three and a half on the road at UC Riverside. Next up, we go to the ACC. It's Virginia, minus the one and a half at Georgia Tech. So Georgia Tech ended a five-game losing streak, winning in double overtime at Clemson on Tuesday. The Yellow Jackets are nine and eight on the season and improving. They beat Mississippi State, Duke, and UMass this season in addition to that win over Clemson. However, they have home losses this year to UMass Lowell, Boston College, and Notre Dame. Not exactly the best list. The Cavaliers are 12-5 on the season, 3-3 in the ACC. They are 0-4 on the road, so that's a major concern. And not only have they lost those games, but they've lost them by 23, 22, 16, and 19. Yes, I expected more this year from the Cavaliers. To me, this is a big swing game. I think they can win eight of their next nine and get the season back on track. If they lose today, all bets are off. But give me the Cavaliers here. I'm on Virginia, minus the one and a half, on the road 
at Georgia Tech. Then my final college basketball game on the card is also in the ACC. It's Clemson, minus the one and a half at Florida State. So the Seminoles have won five straight, including earlier this week in a big rivalry spot at Miami. They're 11-6 and six on the season, 5-1 and one in the ACC. Home losses this year to Georgia, SMU, and Lipscomb. Not exactly a great list there. Clemson started the year 9-0. and They're now 12-5 and and just 2-4 and in the ACC. They lost on Tuesday, once again, a double overtime to Georgia Tech at home. They've dropped three straight on the road at Virginia Tech, at Miami, and at Memphis. The Tigers do have top 100 wins this year over Alabama, TCU, Boise State, South Carolina, Pittsburgh, and Boston College. Some good W's on there. Clemson is 38th in the Ken Palm numbers. Florida State is 79th. So I have a team in a bounce-back spot on the road against a team in a letdown spot. I'm going to lay the one and a half. Give me the Tigers of Clemson on the road at Florida State. Next up, your coin flips here in the NBA. I selected the Toronto Raptors at the New York Knickerbockers. Total of 228. Tails it is. I'm on the under 228 between the Raptors and the Knicks. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Dallas Stars at the New Jersey Devils. Total of six and a half in this one. Tails it is again. I'm on the under six and a half between the Stars and the Devils. So let's recap the monster card here for Saturday. In the National Football League, I'm on the San Francisco 49ers. Minus the nine and a half against Green Bay. Bonus bet on that game. First half wager, I'm on the San Francisco 49ers. Minus the six and a half against Green Bay. In the AFC, I have Houston and Baltimore. First half under the 21 and a half points. Prop bets, I'm on Aaron Jones. Under 67 and a half yards rushing. I'm on Christian Watson. Over 28 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Isaiah Likely. Over 36 and a half yards receiving. College basketball, my top four plays. Part of the Twitter vote. I'm on Texas A&M, minus the two and a half at LSU. I'm on Arkansas, minus the two and a half against South Carolina. I'm on Air Force, plus the 11 against New Mexico. I'm on Oklahoma State, plus the nine and a half at Kansas State. So once again, I did all four types of bats. Home underdog, home favorite, road favorite, road underdog. Then my bonus bets in college basketball. Cal State Northridge, plus the three and a half at UC Riverside. Virginia, minus the one and a half at Georgia Tech. Clemson, minus the one and a half at Florida State. NBA coin flip, Raptors, Knicks under the 228. NHL, Stars, Devils under the six and a half. So that's my card for Saturday. Enjoy a great day of sports. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.